Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Find us on Facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter.com slash Podcast, Patreon.com slash Podcast, Instagram at Go, iTunes at Go. Thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! I will be your host tonight, sitting around the table to my left, Ralph. Rigatoni, ravioli, spaghetti, lasagna, mamma mia. He knows what's coming tonight. Ezio, Ezio. <laughs> Clock. It's a me, a clock man. Harry. I killed everybody holding an instrument. Oh, <laughs> you did. You. And of Hater course, music. your favorite host, Steve. And like Ezio, I have many outlets as well. Yay, Steve. Yeah. It's vaginas. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you have many vaginas, Steve? Yes. Cut that in. About three. Cut it cut in. It just stays. <laughs> yeah, cut you it in. Cut that in. You mean don't actually take it out at all. <laughs> That's what that means, Harry. That's magic of editing. I'm going to cut that shit in. Thank you. All right. So for the mounting Italian jokes, and as you have seen for pictures, at least scrubbing the grass. It's only okay when I do it. It's only okay when I make Italian jokes. That's not true. No. No. <laughs> no. no. no let's make that's that clear. Just, that's just not, but, not true. But tonight, but, but we have Assassin's Creed 2. 2. You mean not the first one or the third one? But no. the second one? The one in the, the middle. One? second one. The, the 12th second. one? How many years has it been? Assassin's Creed Junior. Uh... <laughs> What's the Prince of Persia? (laughs) 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 All right. Initial impressions. Harry, go. Oh, man. So I only played a couple hours of the first one many, many, many years ago before my Xbox got banned from the live network. Oh, you too? Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Um, I was not impressed. And I've literally deleted almost this entire franchise out of my memory. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Oh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So I was a little hesitant getting into this game. (laughs) <laughs> Just like you are good. I say that. that. No, that's as I as well as I am hesitant Harry. about speaking about the game. <laughs> okay, but uh, well, you'll see. <laughs> what, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, what the fuck was that? Oh, no, you can go screw. Harry really likes the ring. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. That's um grudge. The grudge. Thank you. <laughs> Who's not into dead chicks though? Uh, Oh. <laughs> Ralph, cut that in. <laughs> cut, that, cut, that <laughs> in. <laughs> cut it in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You'll, you'll see how I feel about the game. All right, fantastical. <laughs> Ralph. Uh, okay, so yeah, I avoided Assassin's Creed uh, as well. Um, I, I played a couple hours the first game, similar to Harry, but I was looking forward to playing this one because I'd always heard good things about it and I thought the setting was cool and I knew that eventually I was going to meet up with Da Vinci and get into, you know, hijinks. So I was looking forward to it. Um, it's an hijinks. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So? All right, that's fine. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. You can go screw. All right, Clark. Um, All right. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. I was playing fussies that time. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? My initial impressions of the game. Uh, I, I played the first one. I wanted to like it a lot more. It was an interesting concept more than anything else. The second game I was really looking forward to, uh, and this is the first time that I've actually beat the game. I feel like I had a lot more time to do more stuff because there is a lot in this one. And I continued on with the franchise, and I actually 
really like some of the later ones. This one was okay. Are you doing that on purpose? Doing what on purpose? Uh, so I thought, and then you just you were just like, mm. <laughs> you like led into it. I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. I think that one was natural. Natural? What are you talking about? Uh, well, actually, uh, <laughs> let's just <laughs> move on. Bless you. I, uh, <laughs> love game. So I never actually played the first one. And the only thing that actually sparked any interest in this was one of my co-workers at the time was talking about the franchise. And when he was saying the second one was set in, you know, Italy, like that, that sounds like where it could be pretty fun. And then I watched a couple trailers. It looked, you know, decent enough to pick up and spend money on. And I was glad I did initially when I very first played the game. And round two, I was happy to bring it to the table again because I found enough enjoyment where I was hoping we would have enough for this, which I'm sure we all have some opinions about this game. Mm-hmm. With that, let's move right on into game development. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. You just reminded me of something that was, I actually remember the trailer for this game because I remember the way that the trailer that I saw ended was with Ezio shooting someone from across the, like a, a distance of like 30 yards or something. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, what? What the hell? Like they didn't have guns like that at that time where he just like touches his gauntlet and like kills the one guy. And it's, it's all built up to be like, oh, you know, you can't get us. We're too far away. And he's just like, that, whatever. He poops, poops. on him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, it's weird. I, I remember that trailer from like the impression that it made on me when I first saw it. In, Do I you guess, remember? Eight or nine. I remember. Ha! Ha! And on that note, let's move on into game development. Game development. The game was made (laughs) (laughs) 10,000 years ago. The game was made by Ubisoft. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, Ubisoft. No, I was just going to say it came out in uh, 2009. Yeah, two-year development after the 2007 original title. Two-year turnaround time. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if they really had, you know, maybe given it 10 years, we would have been better off, I think. Oh, I have another game like that. I feel like we should play that, too. <laughs> this uh, franchise would have died after 10 <laughs> years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Guaranteed. absolutely would have. The, the first one, while successful, didn't have a lot of, like, uh, critical acclaim. It was getting, like, an average of, like, six to seven, I remember, at the time, uh, out of 10. Uh, a lot of review places did that. Funny. I use the same scoring system as me. Hmm. You know, I... I kind of remember like this game sort of like trying like they were trying to push to make it an event. Sorry, not this one, the first one. They were trying to make the first one like this is one of the premier games for the PlayStation Three that I seem to remember. I don't was it exclusive for? Did it have a limited ex- exclusivity or was it always for both consoles? Do you guys remember? No, I think it was it for was both, both consoles. Okay, all right, maybe I'm crazy. But honestly, for the development of this game, it it's really kind of your standard sequel for a game that was massively successful. They tried to kick it out in two years. They did successfully. There wasn't a a lot of issues. There's only one issue that I really had with the game when it shipped is that it's missing two chapters at the end. Twelve and thirteen were issued as DLC. Yes, I, I think after they the fact purposefully did that though to rake in more money. They, yeah. they knew what they were doing ahead of time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, of course. But you're right. It is an incomplete game, and I think it gets into that discussion we had like a week or two ago where we were talking about just like the DLC, DLC. Yeah, yeah, and like that that exclusive content to you have to sink more money into. Yeah, I get right. it. It's just a huge trope now. You know, I mean, maybe not in this regard where it's like literally on the disc and is locked and you have to buy it to get those missing chapters but. yeah this is the kind of content that i was talking about where it's literally just locked away on the is disc. it really yes and you have mm-hmm. to pay for it i uh, because when originally i bought uh chapter 12 when it came out and 
it was a, I believe, like 210 kilobyte download, which is literally just a piece of code that unlocks. Wow, that's nothing. You know? It's it's nothing. It's literally a, a line or two of code. Maybe even 100 lines of code, actually, if I really think about it. But it, it, it's not much. And that is the kind of shit that bums me out. Like, if I'm going to pay for something, it's got to be something substantial. Mm. Substantial and an add-on, something that's not actually on the game ready to go. Yeah. Correct. That's shameful. Shame but, on you, Ubisoft. The only, Shame. The, the only time that should be done, really, honestly, in my opinion, is like pre-order bonuses. Sure, lock those behind a code because they're on the disc. That's fine. I don't care because they're free when you pre-order the game. I get it. <clears throat> but, I don't like pre-order bonuses, too. It's, yeah. uh, they eventually become free anyway. Yeah, most of the time at they least do. a lot of them, I, uh, it seems. Some, given time. But at least one perk of working on this game, they actually took the development team to Italy. Yeah, to design all the So they, can, the they can actually have accurate designs of the buildings and the architecture that was in, which I think was really, you know, we'll get into graphics, but that really did help with the development of the game itself. It really did add a lot more to it. I, I think it's a smart move, though. If they weren't going on site to get photos and images to, like, inspire the design of the game, I think there's a big issue, and, and I think you're going to miss some of those details. Well, that's really one of the hallmarks of this franchise is that they attempt or strive for historical accuracy. So it makes a lot of sense the development team would go to these locations in Italy. It, it, it reminds me of uh, Max Payne 3, where they took like numerous trips to Brazil to get the right feel for the game. Right. But for this, I mean, that's that's based on like, okay, it, you know, it's set in Brazil. Let's take a couple trips here. It's like, no, we need to have the architecture right for these buildings. The, the players are going to be climbing on them. Like they have to get like every stained glass window right. It's smart and I have to say that for the franchise, like it or hate it, you know, they really strive for that historical accuracy and I think that should be commended. Yeah, absolutely. You are commended, Ubisoft. Sort of. Kind of. One of your only... <clears throat> no spoilers. Shame uh, for the DLC, but high props for your historical accuracy. I wasn't going to give any spoilers. Oh, okay. I thought you were giving... Okay, never mind. Wait a I was going to say, it's like one of the only decent things I can say about that company is Ooh. is is how they treat their employees. Ubisoft. They're do, they're, they are pretty good to their employees, except for when they shut down a studio. Yeah, because that's usually rough. They don't really give any notice or anything, which is usually a violation of contract. We're going to move into story. 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 Tell me the story. I want to know everything that happens in this video game. You tell me. You tell me. You tell me true. All right. So who wants to throw out a bullet point first? That we can Who dissect? throws bullets? I'd like to shoot them out of my But let me talk about this part in the story. Okay, that's great. You shoot bullets out of your, your hand. I don't care. Here's the thing I like about the story. Okay, it starts in like 1476, right? You know the setting. Everything is wonderful. Everything is fine. And Ezio, he loves his life. He he, he goes and he, he sleeps with a girl in the night and then he flees away. And that whoremonger. I'm, I'm turning into Dracula. I don't care. Anyway, over the course of the story, many years pass, and Ezio bleeps and bloops and goes from one location to another location instantly, which sort of ties into how the game is through Oh, okay, I'm glad DNA. the American Ralph decided to join us. Tonight. Oh, yes, he's yeah. here. Like, the game, like, it makes sense in context that, okay, we have to be at this location at this time of the day because you're, like, playing or living the game through your brain that it would just automatically warp your DNA to that location. Like, that kind of makes sense, but I really like the way the memory sequences so took you're place talking over time. 
specifically about the animus and how the animus work. Well, yeah, I, I, I am talking about the animus, but like I, I really liked how, and unless you're really paying attention to the numbers that you're seeing for the years, you might think this all takes place over a couple months until he goes on this like long tirade about how it's been 10 years since his father died. And I was like, mm, is that right? And I went back and looked and like, holy shit, 10 years have passed in the, the breadth of the story of this game. And unless you're really paying attention to that, it might go, it might go, you know, unnoticed. Well, it's, where did it's you symbolized think... by his beard. Yeah, I was going to well, say, yeah, where last, do you think that what? sweet goatee came from? The last chapter, he's got like this like beard going. I was like, oh, okay. Ten years pass and a man grows a beard. Yeah. What, what, what other game have we played where that happened? I don't know. Last it's, episode. it's Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. I saw the sarcasm and then I saw the actual deep thought. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I like that they threw Bahamut in this game, too. Yeah, he was a nice addition. Yeah. Shiva can fuck off, though. Did you like my tirade? Yeah, it was it was lovely. I mean, you, you pretty much shit. You pretty much hit most of the things. You're Desmond. Uh, you're Subject Seventeen. You're escaping the facility to set up Anonymous in some warehouse, and then you dive in, and now you're Ezio. Ezio Auditore. Yeah, a little yeah, bit of Matrix like, action there, right? For anyone that hasn't played like the first, the first Assassin's Creed, like the Animus is this machine that Desmond gets into, and then can access and and essentially you get to play the memories of his ancestors, which are all these uh, elite assassins. Yes, to defeat. To defeat the Templar. To defeat the Templar. Templar, bad. Now, I will say, because I knew they were trying to go for this big plot line with Desmond, I think it falls short because they don't really jump out of the Animus too much. There's like two or three points within the game. I'm sorry, go ahead, Rob. No, 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 you're, you're, you're absolutely fine, but I, I actually, um, I had watched a video about a little bit about, essentially, they took those Desmond chapters out of the second game based on criticisms of the first game. Apparently, the first game is very schizophrenic in terms of its gameplay. You go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It absolutely is. Yeah. Like, there's entire chapters where you play as Desmond running around and it's very very boring because you're learning how to be an assassin as Desmond with like no payoff of like actual people it's like oh go assassinate this dummy and it's like oh it's stupid well no no I get it but okay so n- n- try to follow me here so in where are you going <laughs> you're trying to say that it, I no, think oh, it, no, has, no, it has middle chapter syndrome yes, well, I, I was yes. Saying, like... definitely tell Harry what he's thinking yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to say I'm, I'm, my, my fingers are on my tongue and no. I'm reading your mind. Okay, so according to the characters in this game, the main plot is all about Desmond and really what's happening in the Animus doesn't matter. It's just to gain knowledge to Desmond. But as a player to the game, it's all about, I feel, Ezio's story. Well, yes, but the the, the point that it crosses over and, and joins the two stories is all around the Apple of Eden. Yeah. Um, and because that's what everyone's after. It so happens that Ezio was after it the entire time and you, it kind of reveals towards really late in the game that that's actually what his goal has been but the fact that they picked Ezio to put him into uh, or to access was because they need information from the Apple to be able to continue in like the real world or whatever I get it it just I don't know it just seemed I guess what I was really trying to get to there is Desmond's story like they're, they're trying to push this imagine a storyline between the three first games I feel like there's not a lot of substance with Desmond's part of the story in, in this game. In this one, no. Do you think that's a detriment or they should have just cut Desmond out altogether? Like, would this I, I feel franchise... like they could have added maybe a couple more scenes with Desmond. Just, okay. I really don't know that whole party of characters too well. Like, yeah, I get it. The 
one guy's a dick on the computer. You got one person that's really techie with the chair and then one person who's like sneaking around the lab to get Desmond out. Like I get generally with the characters, but I don't really know those characters. So it's like either cut them out or show me a little bit more. Make, make them worth my while. I mean, I mean, that also comes from the fact that you didn't really play the first one. Right. And this, a, a yeah. lot of that stuff is kind of it's a little more substantial in the first one. Yeah. It's one of those games, though, that is not friendly about explaining past events because it jumps around in story so much that I don't think they want to re-explain stuff that happened before. What they actually did in, in games preceding it was they did a recap of what happened in the game previous. Like, they'll do like a two, three minute recap, which is appreciated, but they probably should have done it for two if they wanted, if they were going for a bigger commercial success. It doesn't really stand on its own well, the story with Desmond. That arc doesn't by itself, starting with to like most of us did yeah because it, it just just looks like it's thrown in like it's like there's supposed to be like a bigger backstory of why you're yeah. doing what you're doing but they don't really focus on it which to be honest for the game i was okay with that I, I- and, That's me. And just to put in a little perspective, they go from like crazy polar ends of like the spectrum of like as far as that storyline goes without a lot of substance to explain it in between. It's you start, oh, Desmond's escaping from this lab. Now we're hopping in a chair just so you can learn to become an assassin. And oh shit, now we got to worry about the sun flipping the <laughs> magnetic field of the earth. Kind of, it, it just, yeah. and, and that's all pretty much summed up in huh. three scenes with Desmond yeah to be right. completely honest with you right. C- can you see like how large of a jump that is with just three interactions with those characters yeah a- a- absolutely it's really weird I- also they never they don't pay off there's a certain point in the game where uh, Desmond's mind while he's in the real world bleeds into Altair's and he takes over as Altair it's the only time you play as Altair in the game um, and he he never tells anybody about that and like they kind of warned him like hey if you start experiencing this like longer than 30 seconds I think yeah longer something. than yeah. 30 seconds you need to tell us and he doesn't so they don't really pay that off and it's never addressed again uh, which I thought was really weird I mean this might be gameplay but maybe not I found it interesting that when uh, Ezio gets to Da Vinci and he gives him like the gauntlet and he's like oh he's like, it looks like we have to cut off your, your ring finger or whatever <laughs> I, lo- I loved that joke yeah uh Leonardo da Vinci is my favorite character in this Oh, game. yeah, yeah. Uh, easily. Yeah, I we could talk about him for, for quite a while and the way that he's used in the game and how, how... Amazing it is. How well implemented, right. I didn't really completely get that joke until I did the Ezio chapter and noticed that he's missing that finger. You mean the Altair? Sorry, yep, the Altair chapter. Yeah, so, if it, like, I don't know if you guys got to that part in the first one at all. For the assassin to be the assassin, they would have to hold their finger and extend the blade and it would cut off their ring finger so that they could never be wet. It was their, it was their, like, giving their themselves sacrifice. to the Assassin's, uh, the Assassin's Creed. Like, so they would cut off their ring finger with their Assassin blade, and the blade would actually come out between their fingers as well. Nice. Cool, cool. Yeah. Worth it. it. It's, it's, it's actually a really cool scene in hmm. the first one. Interesting. I don't know. I, just, I don't think I have interest in going back and visiting the first one personally. I wouldn't go back and play the first one. I, I highly recommend, actually, the next two in the Ezio trilogy and then also the fourth one i think black flag is that was fun i've heard that that's good it's it's one of the best Hmm. i loved that one i i when harry when you and i lived together i played hours upon hours of that game you get to be a fucking pirate yeah you get to be a pirate it's great schooners um schooners so something i really liked about the story of this game when you're in Ezio's storyline there's some dialogue lines that i 
fucking loved. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> was great. If you don't mind, I would like to read some of these that I, I, I don't pulled mind from. Sure. Oh, and a lot of the ones that really made me laugh were all like sexually themed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah um, there's 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 tons of them because like I, I mean this kind of goes into the gameplay and stuff. But there were like so many different groups of people that you could hire. One of them being whores. Yeah, yeah. Harlots. Um, like harlots. Har- my codex pages. Coruscant. <laughs> Is it Coruscants? That's that's a croissants. <laughs> croissant. <laughs> croissant. I hire croissant. Wrong croissant, country. where the Jedi Council resides. Yeah. Um, so okay, let me let me read through some of these lines. So the first discussion he's having it with his mother, and his mother's like, "You should get an outlet," and he's like, "I have an outlet." And then his mom is like, "I mean something other than vaginas." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Another one, well, I know we were discussing this earlier, but uh, his uncle comes up and he's like, it's a me, a Mario. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> yeah, um, that, was, that was great. There was another one when he's talking to Rosa and Ezio goes, nothing is impenetrable. And then Rosa laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> And then there was another one, I think, I forget the, the gentleman's name, but he's talking about, um, he's like, men's hearts grow finer. Oh, oh, this is when the, the leader of the, the whore guild or whatnot, <laughs> the whore guild. <laughs> um, what, what do they usually call it? A matron or pimp? The, the, the matriarch, maybe no. Whoever the the, the 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 madam, the madam, madam. Yes, okay. Oh, she was like a nun, but not a nun. Kinda. Her. She was like, men's hearts grow firmer in my care, and then he's like, among other things, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just said they, they threw a lot of dialogue lines that I felt was noteworthy enough to write down and share this evening. There was another one between those two where he's, she's like, ah, maybe you should come in for a massage and soccer. And he's like, I don't know. I could use quite a good bit of soccer. And then they take like, <laughs> he takes like three of the women and like go yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, it was all over the game. It's hilarious. So no, no, I, I just wanted to throw that out. I, I think as far as dialogue goes in the game, I think they did a pretty, pretty solid job. I would agree with that. I really, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Something that I wanted to talk about, the Templar, uh, Templars, rather, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, the way that they've crafted this universe at this point is that the Templar are almost like the idea of the Illuminati. They're all people in power, very powerful people, and they're like keeping everybody down, and then you're like this assassin. And It was a very interesting dynamic because, you know, towards the end of the game, y- you assassinate the Pope. Yeah. The elected Pope. At the end of the game. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, but it's a guy that's literally been responsible for... Bor- uh, Borgio? Bor- Borgio? Um, Borgio. Bor- um, yeah. The Spaniard. Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah, the Spaniard. Rodrigo, yeah. <laughs> Rodrigo Bronco. <laughs> no, wrong one. <laughs> Yeah, didn't we already cover a game with uh, a, an evil Rodrigo? Yeah. <laughs> it was just interesting to me that they decided to make the Templars all people of power. And and not even so much like, oh, they're like secret behind doors, powerful people. Like, these are all people that just kind of get away with whatever, whatever the fuck they want. Like, And it, I mean, that the whole reason that Ezio ends up going into this lifestyle to become an assassin, which I think we should definitely touch on, is the fact that his family gets screwed because his... His dad is part of the Assassin's Guild. The Templars find out about it, and then they kill him, uh, his uncle, his brother. Or his, sorry, his his brother, who's two bro- yeah. uh, two brothers, and his two brothers. Yeah. The one who is just loves them feathers. He just loves them feathers. Yeah, he really does love them feathers. <laughs> I was actually waiting for like, okay, I got ten feathers. Is she gonna like turn or move or anything? Nope, nothing. Like, no, how many this. feathers do I have to get before she actually speaks? <laughs> no. All of them. Just keep co- collecting the feathers for the no, the, the child who wanted to fly. No, and I, I, God his wish. 
Wow, that he was did. that was dark. He did. Well, so was the game. They hung a kid. Although, fun fact, <laughs> yeah. they did not show the hanging kid. You saw the dad and the brother. Yeah. But the kid was so far low enough from the view from Ezio that you couldn't see it, which, you know, I, I would say is probably a good choice because that probably wouldn't go over too well. But something I noticed. Yeah, maybe if he had more feathers, he wouldn't have fallen so hard <laughs> with that rope. <laughs> fly, fly. <laughs> fly, fly away. I am a bird. Steve's I'm flapping sure. his arms right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sure that picked up on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> That's for me. Fuck you. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, his family gets killed, except for his sister and his mother. And then they run away to his his uncle. And they stay there in the, in the villa for the rest of the, the, rest of the story. And I, I do actually like that whole villa sequence. And we can get back to that. But throughout the course of the game, I really felt like, okay, his, his point was revenge for his family. And I feel like he got it. But then he just kept on going like i know that that is part of the story that he's then accepted into the into the creed and then you know he's basically commissioned to go kill the pope and they're like no Ezio, you're the prophet you know and all that they don't even get into that until the last sequence of the yeah, game though. very yeah, last which true. is which is crazy now i know this is kind of semantics and this is like a point that i don't like about the game they don't do enough cohesive storytelling to tell you why he's keeps going after these people right and then they're like oh yeah we've been kind of giving you pushes and hints towards continuing down this path of vengeance and it's like well actually you're kind of manipulating Mm -hmm. his anger as a younger impressionable person to like and like he just doesn't realize it but they're totally like pushing and manipulating training you the whole time well they even tell him it's like we've been training you the whole time yeah and it's like uh, okay so you're actually just kind of playing into all of his like anger and mixed feelings as like a he's i mean he's what like 17 or 18 at the beginning of the game good point yeah like you know he he doesn't know how to handle something like that happening no that that kind of plays into a thought i had while playing this game and yes i get it that the templars they had this whole like secret society i mean even though it's like revealed they're not like the true threat of the world at the end of the game um they're still kind of revealed as like the bad guys but i did have a couple thoughts throughout the game like are the assassins truly the good guys of this world for sure the world's not black and white it's gray <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. There was a couple times because, like you were saying, he was manipulated. Like, he, he just ran into somebody new at a new city or something like that. Oh, this guy, he's doing this and this to me. And Ezio immediately is like, oh, yeah, let me take care of it. I'll, I'm going to go kill him kind of thing. There was a couple things like he wasn't really thinking for himself. Like, Well, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They manipulated him into doing all of these tasks that pushed him down this path of vengeance. And, you know, like the Spaniard that he ends up killing at the end, Borgia, he's not really even in super involved in having his family killed no uh, no. no it it's it's all that one family really mm-hmm that you kill right in the beginning, and that could have been the vengeance. And then, okay, so here, this is again like one of those things that pisses me off. Just like how you don't get the chance to kill Rodrigo at the end of Max Payne Three, you don't kill this Rodrigo. He opts to just be like, "I'm over it. I, yeah. I've laid thousands <laughs> yeah. of people out at this point. I am at the pinnacle, and like this is the whole moment. I'm going to let you go. No. Why? Yeah, yeah that, that, that was, was that was kind of very frustrating. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I ha- after I had to get so many fucking codex pages just to do it. Oh god, the fucking codex pages. We'll save on that. But yes, no, we don't need to. This... Sa- we don't need to save on it because because apparently kind of that is kind that of... is like the story unlock for the last mission. Yeah, that's true. You have to collect all these fucking pages, which they don't give you any context to, other than oh, it kind of looks 
looks like a map. And then they it gets lost in a sea of other collectibles, and you don't realize its significance until you're in the final chapter. Yeah, because they make you. I mean, I had to collect 15 just to go on the last mission. I had to collect 11. Uh, I think I had I was 19. down to 10. I was down to 10, because after you sent me that text the other day, I was like, all right, cool, I found this one on the way to this mission. I'm just going to stop and get it, kind of thing. It was so, annoying. As far as the codex pages go, they could have incorporated that more into the story. And they could have. Not just a run and just go collect them all real quick at the end. Yeah. Like, it could have been like, oh, hey, like, we have this mission in this sequence. We have this mission in this sequence and just kind of intertwined them with the story. Yeah. Or make, made it a little more relevant throughout the entire game instead of if you only, because there's the one part where they, they make you when you get to the villa, uh, your family's villa for the first time. And you have to run around and collect, I think it was the six codex pages. It's like, all right, here's another thing for you to collect. Just like there's assassination missions that pop up. Just like there's courier missions that pop up. Just like there's Bras. finding your the feathers. You, you know what a great way they could have done it in this game? Since he's working with all these other uh, assassins at this point, maybe they could have been splitting up. And as you're doing, because a couple of them are key missions where you're, um, uh, Da Vinci is like, oh, you found another codex. There could have been maybe little little story blurbs in between some of the missions like, oh, such and such, he just found a codex for you. Or Rosa, she just brought back a codex for you or something like that. Like, just why did it all have to be you yeah. kind of thing? Like, that's a good way they could have incorporated in the story and still made you get your handful as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's just padding. It's just padding for the end of the game. Like, when you get to that final chapter and it's like, okay, you got to collect 15 codex pages. It's like, why? Why can't I just go to Rome? And, and kill the Pope. Well, I think what happened was they had a really good idea to take it down. Because obviously, you know, it's like, what are these other lands, you know, that we don't even know? And it's like, they are other lands, basically, where he's like, what is the rest of the world? Basically. Oh, like North and South America on the map? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's initially something that they wanted to do and wanted to incorporate to really kind of broaden it. But the way they actually delivered it to us fell short because like Harry's saying if it would have been where they actually incorporated more of the importance of the codex pages throughout the entire game that would have been fine on having to have all of them at the end to complete it instead of getting through 11 chapters and then you're trying to go to the you know exclamation mission point and everything's blocked off and then it's like oh you have to get the rest of the codex pages and i i literally sat down like fuck i completely forgot about this that was annoying the way they presented it i don't mind it in the first place i don't mind the pages and how it brings the story but the way they implemented that and just threw it in your face at the very end shame yeah you have a you have like a 20 hour game and you could have sprinkled in the importance of that a little bit yeah even so it's like okay maybe at the end they're like oh you have to go collect like the missing five pages yeah i'd be okay with that but like you know what i did for fucking 15 15 fucking times i went up i double assassinated two of the people that were standing in the front and then quickly assassinated the other two people walked in and got the fucking page 15 fucking times in a row i used the whores ha it was it's the fucking worst like it's boring as fuck getting that collectible is boring mm-hmm. it's not challenging it's not relevant it's doesn't have any change-ups nothing you're right it's yeah, the same it's, shit it's over the and same over again. shit over and over and over again and that sort of ties into what i'm like I, it just feels like padding to me it's like why put this at the end of the game okay right a sense of accomplishment like mm. i don't know shame so disagree with me if you think the whole road you're wrong <laughs> i think you're wrong <laughs> They, they disagree. <laughs> You're so wrong. I don't even want to say disagree it. Disagree with me if you think. Yeah, I know. It was it was poor wording. 
So there was a Feel scene. Feel free to disagree with me. There was a scene. For sake of confusion. For sake of confusion. Just let him go. Fe- God damn it. <laughs> there was a scene. Feel free to disagree with Harry. <laughs> Harry. Oh, what? We're drawing it out. You don't get your 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to disagree with me. <laughs> Just say it, Harry. Just All right. It. So there was a scene where you follow. It's this is actually when Desmond was hallucinating. Uh, the first time he took that break when he was learning his oh I know kung fu moves. So many Zoltier. Yeah, yeah. So you follow an image of Rosa to the top of a castle and you bone her on top of a building. Yeah. So that that did what? look like Rosa. Okay. I'm no, crazy. it was definitely Rosa. At least in my I, I I'm like ninety nine. Who's Rosa? Rosa was that one girl that gets an arrow shot, shot the through leg. the leg. It was and not. It was not Rosa. Are you sure? Same character yeah, model. They, oh, what, because the, because they're th- uh, Altair and Etsy are 200 years apart something like that yeah i could have sworn it was the same part of venice no yet you climb up on either that no that's that's where altair starts Ezio's family like that's like that's where that's why he was still tied to her and that's why i I didn't know what what any of that was extra glow actually on her belly because when the scene was ending it focused in right like on On her stomach on her stomach because that was was uh, the uh, night when the seed was so that was a reference to the the first game more or less no that's explaining how the lineage yeah the lineage that's explaining makes sense yeah because he was because he like altair wasn't married he was yeah he stuck her with the stealth blade (laughs) (laughs) the fleshy stealth blade sure so let's get into the interplanetary beings and (laughs) yeah let's let's scientology we're gonna talk about the end here and time so after you don't kill the pope biggest letdown of the game is it though (laughs) yeah you walk into a room and then it becomes a planetarium i'm sorry before before we get to that point though do you think there's a reason why you they didn't put in killing the Pope in this game. Do you think it was because of maybe a potential backlash they would have gotten? Oh God, they're worried about the, no. the Catholic Church saying, coming after. I mean, they already pushed the Vatican's pushed coming the after him. Boundaries with it. Why not finish the job? In my opinion. Ubisoft likes to play it safe. That's their. I'm com- saying, do you think there's any ah, Holy Father, I hear you like little boys. I'll spare you today. No, wait, I'll kill you anyway. Do you, do you think there was any like do I have anything there? Like do you, do you think yeah, they no, totally. off I, of that? I, I I don't necessarily think it's I think it has less to do with the Pope because uh every Assassin's Creed game, uh, since the second one, I don't believe it's in the first one, as soon as you boot on the game they have that whole thing like, Oh, this was created by a multiracial, multi faith team that all believe in different things that all are all different races all different creeds equality uh-huh. they're like <laughs> except women we don't we don't include women well no so <laughs> they, so, had, they like, had one where the assassin was a woman they they literally put this out like trying to cover their bases like hey just letting you know like i don't know it's like it's like that weird thing where people say like oh no it's okay because i'm friends with this person it's like not really like you can't really <laughs> just say whatever you want because you're friends with somebody else like you guys it, can make italian jokes because i'm here it's all right, go ahead. Well, I mean, I would make Italian jokes just because you're Italian. Fuck you! <laughs> oh, get back on the boat. <laughs> I'm taking all my fingers and bringing them to a point and pointing them away from you. Ralph, how did you feel when you saw the Statue of Liberty for the first time? Oh, well, I was coming in on the uh, SS Stockholm and I saw the. the That's Statue a weird name for a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am Stockholm. (laughs) (laughs) Pleasure to receive you, Ralph. (laughs) I have a bit of a stutter. My first name is... (laughs) (laughs) You are are very not funny. You're very... (sighs) Not funny. (laughs) 
America. I don't know what this is now. This is not Italian or anything. So what was your take on the old country? <laughs> I love Lisa so much. <laughs> Uh, all right, so <laughs> no, we Ma- want to know what was huh? your what? <laughs> yeah. oh. what's your take on the motherland? Are you Sicilian? Uh, no, act- well, no. Moving on. <laughs> if you really, if you really want to get into it, my um, my great grandfather and my great grandmother were both from northern Italy. I, I don't want to get into. I it. didn't think you did. <laughs> Here's where I come from. I don't care. <laughs> Damn, Harry, it's cold. Sorry, I'm just I'm all over the place tonight. It's a cold ass yeah. Harry. <laughs> Okay, where, where are we? Yeah, let's magnetic talk pole about, switching. Yeah, talk about the solar talk about system. How poles. the hell do we get there from everything else in this game? To like Minerva, yeah. That was and like what? Because why not? Did M Knight write for this game? Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Ezio can swim, so no. <laughs> Red's the bad color. Yeah, I, I don't know, like what. I assume that's fleshed out in sequels. Uh, fleshed. Fleshed. But I wouldn't I mean, if it know because I not... didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. It it did seem really out of place. Like, what, how is this coming into it? Like, we got, ah, oh, I am Minerva. <laughs> I am a I creator am and nothing. <laughs> I have, we have been here a long time before you were here. And we are, we are not the creators. We are are you a else. god? We no. I'm not talking gods. to you. I'm talking to him. Ah, yeah, yeah I, and then I speak looks to right at the camera. Desmond and break the fourth wall. I'm sorry. That's the ending of this game was fucking stupid. And then abrupt. Yes. It was yeah. like yes. super abrupt. My, I think my favorite part of the ending is Desmond's last line before the end credits where he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> it kind of yeah. sums up the game, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, it, it, it absolutely does. Because I probably didn't hear him say it correctly because <laughs> I was saying the exact same thing. I was like, what the fuck? What and, the fuck? And then Desmond just, what the fuck? Like, yes. What the fuck indeed. That It's so weird and they set now, up such a weird story. If they were going to get to that kind of finale for this game, there should have been at least hints or a small trail at least started halfway through the game. Yeah, they, like, sh- they could have set it up. Like, oh, wow, there. I found this map of something dealing with the stars, but it's encrypted. I can't read it. Like, something like that. Like, Is that kind of what lo- the codex yeah. is? No, it's, no it's, it's a map of the world. It's a map of, of the, the world, world. That, 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 but least... no one at that time knew what the world looked like. Like, the land masses. What? but. That's what I'm saying. They say like, oh, oh yeah, there's because you know what? That they don't know that. That's crazy. That, that's funny that you say that because I think the game ended in 1492. Oh, Isn't that the year Columbus. Christopher Columbus sailed? They had no idea that the whole uh, North yeah. and South American continents even existed. Sacre bleu. Boom. Yeah, no. Well, except for he was uh, sailing to India. America. That's why I call him Indians. America Vespucci or Bjarni? They made it to America before who? Columbus, Bjarni. He was uh, like Norwegian. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. in like yeah Norwegians. Yeah, like skip Vikings. through Vikings, skip through like mm-hmm. Greenland, Iceland, and came to. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's focus, guys. <laughs> so we're talking. Minerva all right, yeah. So Stacey. like the whole Minerva thing, like. I thought it was dumb, and I think they shoehorned in something even more than just the two storylines that were even remotely interesting. Like, There's another storyline, too, maybe, with the truth thing, too. Sorry, not to sidetrack you. The truth. Kind of. The, the, the whole truth thing, I think, revolves... I think the truth revolves around the whole Minerva, weird, descendants, god, people. You, you might be right. Because it has the Eden... It, Created like, Adam and Eve. The whole Apple of Eden thing... 
that's all this weird god, like the weird. I don't know what do they call so, themselves. So, do you think it's like a symbolism? Like oh, as ancients. we perceive the Bible, we hear the story of Adam and Eve. Are they doing a twist on that? I think yeah, where, so, yeah. You, you think so? Okay, that that that, that kind of makes sense to me now. Like it's not exactly what you think. Or, well, well, it's that called is, it's called the truth. And when you watch the video, it's set in a in a futuristic setting with yeah. all the buildings and anything else. Now the question is, if that's the truth. Is that the truth from the future, or is this a advanced civilization that lived way before and then was destroyed and it all started over again? And this, the apple, was the the main thing the entire time. I, well, so that's that's kind of what Minerva actually like alludes to was she was before happening. and like greed and power and stuff destroyed their world, and then humans were like uh, created or born or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we inherited the earth, but they knew of like a foretelling, forecoming future where the earth's going to get fucking flipped on its goddamn axis. <laughs> it's fucking boring. I- I'm sorry. Like it, this game could have used less of that and it would have been way more interesting if they just would have made it about the apple. It could have been, it could have been good step. if it was better developed. But the it, story? Yes, absolutely. No, I'm just saying that aspect of the story. But again, they just threw it at you in the last couple minutes yeah, of the game. It's jarring, yeah. And they definitely. make you, hey, you better, like, it's kind of like, you're not going to appreciate something that is just thrown at you in a couple minutes span. It's something that has to be, like, sinking in with you and developing and making you care for it throughout the, the course of a game, not just tossed wayside. And even end. Ezio is like, wait, you can't go. I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. So do we, Ezio. So do we. Yeah. So like, do we. <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, and then the end credits, stupid fucking cliffhanger. Too. Well, it was funny with the credits because I actually was like, oh, it's the credits? Hmm, that's a little weird. I got to go piss. And I came back and I was Desmond and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I have to do things. They're like, come on. Come on, Desmond. You have to help her. What are you doing? You're wasting time. I was like, oh, shit. We have to run through and fight everybody. Yeah, and it sucked because you can't do what Ezio could. You no. can do like a quarter of what Ezio so could. I, I was wondering why you said wait until after the credits. That was happening during the credits. Oh, you're right. It was still so scrolling. You, yeah, yeah you, you probably let it right. sit there for quite some time. Now. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to go, you know. When you gotta go, you, you gotta go. It's a, good, <sighs> it's a good quote from Jurassic Park. What? Oh, gosh. When you gotta go, when, you gotta go. When, when you gotta go, you gotta go. You gotta go. But that's not what I'm gonna do. He left us. <laughs> he left us. No, no, put it, put it, put it out your hand. Just so, so so turned into Jurassic Park. Clark. Yeah, I can't stop it. Are, are we good? Are we good? Too loud. Oh, so one other, one other um, point of dialogue. Now, this is outside the world of Ezio. This is with Sean and Rebecca, Chris and make up a name I, I could give the, a no the main character is in Desmond. The, Desmond. Desmond Desmond thank you Julio there's um I like Jones I liked Sean's sarcasm because there was one dur- during when they're talking snarky kind of they're talking snarky about some kind of scene or something like that and Rebecca chimes in Ooh, I like that movie and then Sean immediately oh, he's, retaliates he's with Rebecca the grown-ups are talking yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like oh oh you want to talk about movie instead of Burning trying the... to do work and everything else he's like no that's great you go ahead I'm like Damn, he's a dick. Burning of the Vanities, I think. So, again, getting back to I wish we would have spent more time with those characters. I feel like I could have liked him if I knew more about that character. But it's just a shell at this point. No, that's true. There's no no substance there. Subject 16, question mark, real quick. They they allude to it. I think it's like extra content if you pick up all the extras or like um, all the little hieroglyphs or something that you have to... Oh, the glyphs. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think he's part of the overall story then, I guess. Like, they probably established him more in the first one and in the third and fourth and, and whatnot. Well, the, the glyphs give you the look at the truth. Yeah. The truth. So he was the one that maybe put the truth into the world of Ezio? Possibly. You guys keep saying the well, truth, he, and I keep he, thinking of he, the. He's the one who, because he, penis, he encoded can't handle it. Yeah. No, he San Andreas. San Andreas, the truth. I'm the truth, man. Let's get into gameplay. Gameplay. So I personally really did enjoy most of the gameplay. The actual playing itself some of the side missions again it just feels like padding but at least the sneaking around basically free running up buildings i like that i did enjoy that you did acquire new things as you progress through the game like one ability like when you meet up with the thieves guild and rosa teaches you how to leap double up jump high. yeah or not double jump but <laughs> double the, jump the jump grab <clears throat> jump yeah. grab yeah, yeah yeah so for for details like that i really did like it dislikes one of the biggest one was when you're trying to get up to like the very top of the building and where you have to get on like the top of the cross to get synchronized so you can get the view and you press up at the very wrong moment and fucking Tomb Raider swan dive to <laughs> your death. Yeah, they definitely did not perfect the free running in this one. No. I, f- I found myself like running and jumping off of something that I didn't mean to. It wasn't, it's, it's weird. When I wanted it to be stickier, like where we, <laughs> no, no, like when I when I wanted it to really like stick me to a like edge and 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 have me like latch on more guided mm-hmm. towards like the next hop or something like that. It like it was like functional seventy five percent of the time, and you'd always have that one leap where you're like, oh fuck, I, I and I'm dead, half my health or, or I'm yeah. dead, yeah. And then you'd also have when you wanted it to be really like nice and smooth. There's also those times where you'd like go and try to grab on something, and you were just like, "No, all you have to actually do is go straight up." And he's just like looking off to the right, and he's like holding on to a ledge. And, um, what do I? Where do I go? Like, do I have to be like 100 percent precise with the fucking controller? Like, does it have to be like true zero north? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just little things like that bothered me about the gameplay. Um, I the controls can't agree with you more. There, there was that was my number one note on gameplay. Not only like diving off of the fucking highest building in the city to which, your death. Which let's be honest, we just do that at least once in any game anyway, just to get it out of the way. Save your game. I do. Take the biggest <laughs> jump you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but not only that, but when you're climbing down, I was holding the B button so I would drop at certain points, but it keeps grabbing each ledge on the way down and I'm like fucking I just I just want to drop. So there was a lot of times where I just wanted to drop off a building even if it was to do damage just so I can catch up with somebody that maybe <laughs> well, I was chasing. It just sounds okay. like a personal problem. I just want to always just wanted to drop or, off of a building. Yeah. <laughs> All you need to do is just not hold the button in and you'll just drop. Yeah, I would push circle and he would fall and then I could latch on a lower portion. You could just if you click it, he click circle or B, B, then he lets go, and then if you click the grab button while you're descending, he'll grab onto another ledge, and then you can... You can time it and yeah. work your way down. 
instead of just holding on to it the whole time and getting stuck on every single ledge and not trying something different. Uh, it was frustrating, you, though. I, I will say that. You can do that, but it, like it is kind of what he's saying. Like Sometimes you don't stick to the edge. Like If you're still holding R1 and you're trying to get to like a tricky spot, sometimes you just go right fucking past it. Even if you're like, as you're letting go of right trigger so that you're not free, like the free running block or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like, cause there's like free run and sprint. And if you hold mm-hmm. both of them, you f- free run as fast as you can yeah. w- without limits almost. Yeah. And then if you're just running, you're like too sticky. And then if you're free running without, you're like too like slippery, like too loose. Yeah, like you just don't. In that same note, it kind of falls in the same vein of the gameplay. But like when you're when you're fighting somebody on a rooftop, like the archers that were on a ton of rooftops, hitting them over and over and over again with a sword until he falls off. If you don't stop swinging immediately, you fall off as well. Yep. Yep. And I feel like as a character, you would know, hey, that that's the thing that pushed him over the edge. Stop! Hmm. Like you, you stop yeah. yourself from fall, yeah. like, jumping off the fucking building yourself. I, I would hate like uh, assassinating somebody, and then um, you're like right at the edge, and you're like, "Well, I know I'm going to stand up and fall to my fucking death," and it mm-hmm. would always fucking happen. I I don't know what you guys are talking about, really. Like I I didn't have instances where I would kill somebody and then it would force me to fall off the. <laughs> Ralph's like, no, Ralph's like, wait, you can climb on buildings in this game? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I want to get into the climbing, really I do, because coming from Breath of the Wild, where you have a stamina meter for everything, and then playing this game where you can just climb forever, it was really like refreshing. Like it was really nice to just be able to climb without any real any real problem. I mean, as long as you have a grapple or something that you can can latch onto, you're fine. You know, no no actual stamina gauge. You know, the archers they were a pain in the ass. Where it was almost like, okay, the game is designed for you to climb and be on rooftops. And towards the second half of the game, where I was like, I just want to get to the next point to get through this, I would just run through the crowd. And I started to get good at running and then stopping so I wouldn't push somebody over or bump into a guard. or <laughs> or. And I can't believe none of you have said it. Guys, the hardest part of this game for me is, or for me was... Not like any of the boss fights, and not any of the any of the the stealth kills, or any of the the the, the guys on your list, the people or any with of the, the combat, the people with the fucking boxes, <laughs> oh, who would literally okay, seek yeah. you out, <laughs> they, they and would. walk they into would. you, boom, it drops and shatters into a million fucking pieces, and then the guards are like, hey, who's that guy? Who fuck you? Get out of here! The whole thing, like those fucking box carrying book toting librarian assholes would just see you in a white just cling to you like like a magnet to metal here i come i have have a note i wrote down about have you ever seen the movie hot fuzz yeah Yeah. yes there's a a scene in that movie where simon Pegg turns a corner and he's like mothers and then (laughs) it just shows all these mothers pushing their kids and he's chasing this guy down there was a couple acts where I'm chasing this guy down and all of a sudden I'll turn a corner and there's like Boom. eight guys with boxes just coming right at you and you're like, fuck. All the, <laughs> oh, the boxes. Boxes are the new children. <laughs> no, bo- no, children come from boxes. But really, like... But- like <laughs> Accurate. Like fist Accurate. fighting the Pope, the final boss, easier than avoiding those fucking box motherfuckers trying to, <laughs> to get through it. I, 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 unbelievable. Like, I, I, it's obviously... Probably the number one reason that red bar goes up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about your yep. 
The worst one was when you are disguised as the guard and you have to carry the box and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, you they're are heat seeking in are, that one. Yeah. Like, you're walking over and here comes three of them and they're just walking in a line. And then as soon as you start getting closer, they just turn and start walking towards. Like, no, fuck you! I don't want to do it. I don't want to join your box club. Get away from me! No, stop! <laughs> yeah. Stop it! No, I get, get away. that we're both holding boxes, but I'm not going to drop mine. We don't have anything in common. Leave <laughs> me alone. Stay the, away. the only time it was ever appropriate was when that that fucking bard started chasing you around. Now I'm sure every. Everybody took a different approach. Mine was usually, sometimes I would throw the gold at him, but if you would kind of like sprint run and bump into him, he would drop and break his guitar. And yeah. that, that gave me more satisfaction than stabbing him in the face was, no. here's the thing you love. I'm going to destroy it and then walk away from you while you sulk. No, it's all about stabbing them in the fucking face. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time, I don't care what mission, If I'm even if I'm going to fail the mission, those motherfuckers are getting stabbed. There was the one, the one, the, I, I would throw money at him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't kill him but the really? one yeah yeah reward rather than a penalty yeah i would <laughs> yeah like get out and, and sometimes they'd attack you like three at a time <laughs> yeah they would <laughs> but like the first time like the first or second time i saw one of those loot playing in the asses i think i had punch equipped and i accidentally like punched him nice and when i when i punched him he dropped his loot and it was, he ran away like but i wrote that for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like ran away it was so funny <laughs> I, I still, oh, I'll never forget fucking, that. I, so I don't know what I hated more, the box carriers or those loot players, but God, they were awful. I tried to avoid actually running on the streets as much as I could because of the box guys and the fucking loot players. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been awful if there's like 20 dudes on the, the rooftop yeah. just walk with boxes? Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, UPS, I got a delivery up here. <laughs> I heard you need shingles. <laughs> um... But hold on, going off of the, the the roofs, like I wanted to constantly travel by rooftop because I yeah. felt that that was the game was pushing. But those archers were such a pain in the ass, and I I, I don't want to say that, like I morally didn't feel right to be like okay. I got to go from point A to point B. I got to kill 30 guys on my way there because they're just archers hanging around. I'm okay like, with that. Yeah, yep, yeah, I know. I, and it's and it's a game, I know. But like They killed my family. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Eventually I got to the point where I was like, "You know what? Just fuck it. I'll just run around town and got decent." You felt guilty for the NPCs dying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, that, but you know, it it wasn't faster. Like you would think that if you just had free range of the the rooftops it would be faster, but to me to have to it's climb the not, roof, get though. up there and then you know, kill this guy and then kill this guy and then kill that guy. Nope, nope, this one spotted me, so now I gotta fight him like normally, whatever. You just get on the ground and just book it. Yeah. Is, no, no, I find one of the issues with the rooftops. Like, yes, I did find it quicker in some instances. Yeah. But there's a lot of times, especially if you don't have the map unlocked because you didn't do one of the, the perching points. Yeah. And then you get to a point, oh, wow, I can't make that jump. Then you got to find a different route mm-hmm. or take damage just jumping down. Mm-hmm. So I, I found that was like a kind of like the, the main thing that kind of forced you to go back to the streets, more or less. Get back on the streets, bitch. Yeah. All right. So unless you guys have anything else, let's move into the combat side of it, because I really wanted to touch on how the combat, you know, it gives you, puts you through this like mini tutorial with your uncle's place at the villa and you learn Not how to real. like disarm and you learn how to counter and block and do all this stuff. But like if it was a group of like maybe two or more guards, I would just drop a smoke bomb and then just just like stealth kill all of them. Oh, dude. I was all about the counters. No, I I, yeah. I like the combat with that. That's what I think really drew me into the game was the combat system for it. Because, yes, there were some where you can just keep swinging away and you're going to 
tick the damage off little by little but there's some where it's just you stand around there's seven guys and you're just waiting one lunges forward counter slices achilles and then stab him like you know through the back out the chest and then wait for the next one well i found that countering wouldn't automatically give me an instant kill on on yeah. some on, enemies not all, not yeah. all of them and it all depends. Some of it depends on the on the actual weapon that you're using also. Okay. Uh, full admission, I didn't actually buy that many of the weapons until the end of the game just to fill out, like, the inventory. No, I'm serious. Wow, I, really? I, 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 had, I had the one, like, knife that was, like, a, a big, like, knife or whatever. And then eventually, like, the last, like, chapter, I think I bought Altair's sword. But primarily, I just used the blades. And like I said, if it was a big brawl, I would just like sort of lurk around on the crowd and get behind somebody and just get them from behind and then find another one and get them from behind. Like there were a couple instances where you ha- Yeah, I know. Sorry, I said that. There were Sneaking a couple- around getting guys from behind. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that, sure. was your, that was your MO. I, I really did use the, the wrist blades or the, the stealth blades primarily for everything. I, I would do that when I was free running. I would just try to assassinate pretty much all the guards as quickly as I could and just keep running and running. Um, keep running, running, keep running, running. What I really appreciated was the fact that they really make you work for the big battles. Like if you're dealing with two guys that can't be insta-killed, one guy that can insta-kill, and like a polearm guy or an axe guy or a giant sword guy. Because you'd really have to prioritize like, okay, I need to take the little guys out first. Or I need to take the giant guy out first. So anytime there was a giant guy, my strategy was I'm immediately going to fists because the uh, the big guys were vulnerable to fists. All the other weapons they would block. Hmm. But if you pull your fists out, they were pretty vulnerable to it. And if they weren't, you can disarm them and instant kill them. Oh, shit. that is how I dealt with every single one of them. Nice, nice. I've I've so uh, truth be told, too, I've played one. Two, the whole trilogy. Three, four, Syndicate. I've played like pretty much all of the Assassin's Syndicate, really? Okay. Yeah. And the combat gets better and better as you go through, but this game is where it kind of clicks. Right. And they build upon this model for the rest of them. And, 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 the combat is the the counters look so fucking cool and the fact that you can counter upon counter upon counter uh i had like several instances where i'd like just be pulling the sword out of somebody that i had just downed and someone's about to hit me and hit the counter button real like as quick as i fucking could and just like boom that dude's down another dude boom that dude's down like it was a lot of fun and then you know like disarm disarm the big guys that i just liked all the uh built-in, I guess, assassinations and executions and stuff like that. I, I really appreciated that kind of stuff. I thought it was kind of neat that sometimes the polearm guys would actually take the polearm, snap it in half over their knee, and then just start using it as as a, a closer combat weapon. Yep. I didn't I, actually yeah. have that happen. Cool. Yeah, it, it's, it, it happens a couple times, and if there's a lot of stuff going on, it is kind of easy to miss, but there's ones where it's almost like they just get frustrated, like, fuck it, snap, all right, let's do this. Hmm. But then it does make them a little easier to kill, or at least takes away that range. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite executions in the game is actually from a polearm guy. If you disarm him with, uh, like, uh, if you disarm anybody in the game, the next hit, the next time you hit them is an execution no matter what. Mm. It could be a giant armored guy or anything. And it could be the first hit from a giant armored guy. If you disarm him, the next hit you do is automatically an execution. Coolest one is the, the polearm. He uh, grabs it, hits the dude in the stomach, and he kind of, like, bends down. And as he's standing up, Ezio just, like, does this, like, flying, it looks like a Superman punch, but with the polearm at the end, right in the eye. 
Nice. And the guy, and the dude just drops. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And he's the guy's like laying on the ground with the pole in his fucking face sticking out. Just sticking up. And I was like, hmm. So I picked one up and he just still has the like his head's just constantly like bobbling around with the pole arm just stuck in it. It was awesome. So as far as combat goes, <clears throat> I found myself changing up the strategy quite often. Not that I thought any particular way was better than another, but just to keep it interesting. Because mm-hmm. I found when, oh, I'm just going to keep trying to assassinate people, that gets boring after a while. Or if you keep doing the sword fights, that keeps get, getting boring after a while. So I tried to change up my strategy here and there. Um, even as far as like grabbing um, mercenaries, throwing them into battle, and then walking around the outskirts. And just and, and killing people. That's what I would yeah. do a lot. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I tried a, a billion different things just to keep it interesting as I'm playing through the game. And the whole billion. Yes, a, a billion. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes credit to their combat system because I was fully expecting. I, I had forgotten that this was in this one. That if you sneak up behind somebody and they're engaged with another person fighting, it's an instant kill. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. So the first time I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to smack this guy around because I can probably get two hits in before. And just Ezio runs up and just runs the fucking sword through his spine. It's it's awesome. I, um, I, I will say my favorite looking kill, though, is and I did this in the last sequence, but there's two guards facing um, completely opposite of one another. And I snuck up behind him, and he just sticks the blades out, yep. almost like Jesus on the cross. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. He does oh, the, really? the dual right. pose. Yeah. Never seen that one. Yeah, wow. if you get right behind, like right in between them, if they're coming up, he just walks up and and then just drops them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so. Oh, cool. wait, wait, no, wait. I've done that with people in front of me. Not in front though. He no. goes straight out, cool. out to the side. I thought that was awesome. So you know how? Um, never mind. It's it's, it's not in this game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, did any of you guys... Hold on, actually, I just want to yeah. say it, because now it's going to like sit in there. Uh, what's what's really cool, actually... Cut it in, Ralph. Record it, Ralph. I, th- I think it's in Brotherhood, the next one. What what you can do is, when you assassinate somebody, and they're, and they're like still standing there, kind of like in shock, as they're like slowly dying, you can hit the gentle push button, and you put your arm... You put your hand on their shoulder and push them off roofs. It's fucking awesome. And, like, pushing somebody into the street is actually, like, way more of an actual distraction. People gasp. They're like... What's going on? And like it actually gets the attention of uh, like people more than in this game. And it's something I kept trying to do. Like I would like assassinate somebody and then try to do the gentle push. And he would just like stand there and look like he was like fondling the guard's balls <laughs> as he's about to die. Maybe. <laughs> Ezio's a lonely man. <laughs> did did you guys kill any civilians all the time intentionally yeah. or accidentally yeah. all okay. the time both both <laughs> i i i did one thing where i was like i set myself up on a rooftop i was ready to like come down and like kill all these dudes and i came down got one stood up and then like immediately killed two <laughs> civilians and they were just like <laughs> <laughs> i was like did not kill civilians yeah Shit. it's like i killed civilians so how many do you have to kill before you get like a game over i think it's, i think it's two or three in a row really and it's yeah just, desyncs you so you can just keep going one and one one and one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice yeah mix it up a little bit <laughs> yeah i had this every time you just got to kill a little boy every once in a while what <laughs> what i had to this... cut that in <laughs> cut I'd... it in <laughs> cut it in i had this uh i had like something similar where there was like a guard posted up right next to a group of uh thieves that were on a rooftop mm. and i was like 
all right. And the assassinate button comes up, and I'm like, yes. And instead of jumping over the group of thieves, he just dropped down in the middle and just kills two of them. And I was like, oh, God, no. Like, that's not what I meant to do. They just, like, booked. Like, oh, God. <laughs> you know when I killed the most civilians? You, you see the little red marker show up on the uh, the map where it's like a guy with money running away? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're chasing after him, but he's running through crowds of people, and you're just like, ah, oh, I got him now. Whoop. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, yeah. I got him now. Whoop. <laughs> it's like all, all the time. It's so like, you're supposed to just tackle them. You yeah. get the most money oh. if you just tackle oh, them. Oh, really? I found it was easiest yeah. to just uh. shoot them, because you can even pick them off while yeah. they're climbing up the side of a building or yeah. something. I'm glad you brought that up, Harry, because the, the shooting, the, the wrist-mounted, you know, pistol or whatever, gauntlet mounted pistol. I was really looking forward to getting that and I thought it was going to be awesome to have. <laughs> and after we got it, or after I got it, I think I only used it three or four times. And I, I found it a lot less satisfying to use than the blades. It was. I, I think you have to use it on the one assassination, though. You do. Oh, the, the one guy's on the boat. On the boat, yeah. yeah. You're hiding in the crowd. Yeah, kind of you thing. don't have a choice on that one during okay. Carnival. That sequence felt like padding. Like, I, I liked that it was that different. one, though. Yeah, I liked that it was a change-up, but I still felt like it was padded. Oh, where you to have play, to... capture the flag, like, three times. Oh, it's, oh, I'm gotcha. not going to lie. I felt like every sequence in between 1 and 14 was padded. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Um, okay. Sorry? <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, Babu. There was a mission named Assume the Position. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I don't really need to say any more than that. Uh, some some of the, the some of the mission names uh, were pretty interesting. It would be like two birds with one stone, and then it was like two birds with one blade, and then it was like. <laughs> now I don't know if you remember this because this was a small part in the game when you're carrying Rosa. It yeah. flips the controls. Your movement is different. At that point in the game. And it's not the same as when you're walking with... I think it was the actual sticks flipped. The well, Really? Maybe this was just for the... Did anybody else play on the 360? No. I No, I played on Xbox One. Well, what happened... You played was on that, Xbox One? Yeah, backwards compatible. Okay, I wasn't sure if you had like... Because I didn't know that there was an, an HD remake. Or not an HD remake, but a remake of the Ezio trilogy for the... Mm. I did know that, but no, I played like the five dollar version. You can go pick up at GameStop. Yeah, I got got what three ninety nine. I think I got it for or something like that. Um, You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no, the 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 sticks reversed for that scene and that scene only, and I thought that was very jarring. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't. don't Because all you do is pick her up and you you only carry her for a little bit. Um, yeah, you get to that one door and then you're done. But for that act. The sticks were reversed, and it threw me threw me for a loop. Something else that I wanted to bring up in gameplay is I loved Leonardo da Vinci's role Thank you. in the gameplay. Yes. Uh, like the cart mission and the flight mission. Now, the flight mission, I had some issues with. Like just, As did I. Just, you know, I, it was a matter of complications. But You would dive out of nowhere, just like start yeah. losing altitude real quick. But those different variations paved the way for they were such hits in the in the game that it branches off into the other games and they expand on a bunch of them and it's really fun uh 
I love the cart mission. The cart mission where you're just like knocking people off and shit. Oh yeah. Anyone managed to anyone managed to flip their cart? Yeah, I no. did. That. I did that. Yeah. Take a turn too sharp and it's leaning over. He's like, "Careful, you'll flip it." Yeah. I totally <laughs> yeah. Did and he never warns you with enough time. He's like, "Careful, you'll flip it." Everyone's Boop. dead. And it's done. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Leonardo's dead. Oh, you're dead. Desinking. <laughs> Thanks, Da Vinci. <laughs> Thanks for painting that picture for me. I, I liked the flying one. Um, I got it on my third try, I think, because I tried to like, take a shortcut, and no, couldn't do it. It's clear, pretty clear you have a set path. There's two the, paths, actually. There's two yeah. paths? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I did the wrong path the first time. I like got stuck between buildings and crashed or whatever. I, I eventually, I, I started to really enjoy that. I was like, this is a nice change-up. Um, similar for the cart thing, I, I got that one on the first try, I think. And it was, I mean, it wasn't like a standout moment to the to the game for me, really, but it was refreshing. It was a refreshing change of pace. I have to give it props for that. And I even like the little like model of both the the flying machine and the uh, the cart in in the villa. Yeah, no, I did like how they how they had some mini games thrown in there. I'm a big fan of mini games, so anytime you found the glyphs. And then you would have the eagle vision on it. Yeah. And then, so then that would just take you right into it. Playing through this one was a little easier, I guess, because I remember the first time playing through this, I really struggled when it's like, pick out, you know, what's the pictures that are alike. And I'm looking and it's like, all right, well, it's like two or three of Venus. Is it just naked chicks? No, it's not just naked chicks. What's going on? Oh, I saw this first try. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when it, it clicked. It's like, oh, wait, apple tree. And then... Yeah, anything with apples like oh, oh. yeah but it was highlighted red in the pictures and all the other colors were fairly like they used a very heavy on the brown palette yeah. more mm-hmm. or less but they would have that or there was the ones where you had to start flipping the circles the circles to make the yeah. picture mm-hmm. or you would have to use the infrared in find the, the in find the famous the ones it's yeah. like it's like gandhi or whatever uh, like presidential it was just like yeah. more present day pictures that they still kind of incorporated it it's mini games and i i just like mini games so i i did appreciate the fact that there was you know little side stuff to be like oh all right here's an extra couple minutes out of my time now as far as mini games go you wouldn't think this looking at the game but th- those points where you're adding more to the map where you got to scout at the top of the building yes. that's almost like a mini game in itself oh yeah find the way up to the top of this building <laughs> yeah oh so, yeah so something about that is that was such a time sink into the game and stretched it out so much that Ubisoft now uses that in everything. Almost every single fucking Ubisoft game has towers that you go up and you unlock parts of the map. Far Cry. Uh, I remember that in Siege. No, I'm just... <laughs> not that, but like... I know, I know. Uh, Ghost Recon has like little points that you have to do to... Sure. Yeah. to unlock different parts of the map and things like that like it's an it's a reoccurring theme but they were kind of the first ones to do it that, and, that and gets it's kind of old if you do it in every one of your ips though yeah but it's not just them like oh like it's not just other them, other companies that do like breath of the wilds like that yeah breath of the really? wild oh, yeah. breath of the wild has stuff like that um uh horizon zero uh, dawn yeah horizon zero dawn has towers um Far Cry, but that's an Ubisoft property. Yeah. There, there's a there's a bunch of games now mm. that that use that as a trope. It's it's become like there's tons of memes. Like got it. Watch uh, oh, Watch Dogs does the same thing. If you guys have ever played those games, it'll get old eventually. Ubisoft. I guarantee it, dude. It's been going it's, on. It's old it's been going on like ten years now. It's everyone. I don't could, know. I, I guess I don't play those games because I have not encountered that. Uh, you my... don't really play adventure games though. No, not really. Yeah, you're not a big open world guy. But it's a it's a pretty common trope right now. 
Your world is very closed in. Apparently. Very linear. No Skyrim, Harry? No. No. Really? Skyrim no. or Fallout. What was that one game I was hooked on for a while? The one where the guy loses his heart <laughs> he loses to the dragon? His heart to the dragon. Dragon I was heart. playing this Dragon Age? Live. Dragon Dogma. Dragon, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, Dragon's Dogma. That game was sick. I, I stopped about halfway through the game really seeking out those those towers. I did like that aspect of it. There's a lot of them, though. There are a lot. Almost too many. 66. 66, yeah. right. So I, I think I had like 30. And by the time I got to you know collecting the codexes, I was like, okay, I don't need the rest of them. There's a lot the of codex, different collectibles. It. Like, it would be great oh, if yeah. they had like one or two, but it's just so like, much. All of them. Just... Ugh. No, I did like where you could get Altair's armor and everything. Did any of you guys complete the Assassin Tombs to, no. to get that? No. no. I did a couple, it, but it, not all of them. I did four of them and then realized how much of a time sink the last two are. I was like, fuck it. I'm not doing this. Mm. I, I needed to focus on beating it. Did you unlock it? Yeah, I did all of them. I, oh, nice. I, I just like the extra ones because even though it was kind of, you know, it takes up a lot of time, it's more... the. Free running, I'm trying to. What's the best way? It's like it free run it, challenging runs. Yeah, it, parkour. It, yeah, parkour runs. It, yeah. It's like a parkour platformer. Almost. I'll teach you yeah. a parkour Italian rules. <laughs> so I, I did Involves end up going pizza. for. <laughs> I went for all six. And pasta. And plus, and just because I wanted and pl- the, the plumbing. Outfit. Plumbing. Mario's a plumber. So? Mario's in this game. So all Italians are plumbers. <laughs> hey, I didn't make the stereotype. No, all plumbers are Italian. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're right. <laughs> I lay the pipe. I lay the pipe. I put it in the peach. Uh, so? One up. Music. Graphics. Graphics. Mm. Episode 15? Mm. 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 Episode 16? Please. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Touche, you, motherfucker. You forget something, <laughs> I forget something. <laughs> it was a moment, Ralph. No, yeah, like it. No. he just he, it's Italians, right? Episode yeah. They <laughs> just is this episode 15? This no, is episode 16. 16. Because 15 was 15. Yeah. That's why they laughed so hard. That's right. Yeah, I was trying to be he was smart like, ass. He was like, oh, episode 15 because I fucked up the order? I was like, oh, yeah, music. Oh. He was like, oh, no, graphics. Episode 15. Oh, and you don't know and the I order said after episode 15 16. episodes. Got it. You both fucked something up. Got God it. damn it. You had to be there, Ralph. <laughs> He was. I like, was that's, a, that's a problem. Like he literally couldn't not hear us. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Please repeat. Right. So I, I think we covered our fair share on gameplay. So let's yeah. get into some graphics. Graphics. <laughs> graphics. 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 I think oh. the game's gorgeous, especially for the time that it came out. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's great. I think all the vistas look really good. The buildings are historically accurate. Um, well, like the main like monuments and stuff like that. Yeah, they're all really beautiful. The water effects are really good, and just like kind of the general, you know, how people look. Some of the NPCs they get a little blurry, like they don't have as much detail and stuff a little like bit. that. For like the main cast and like the environment, which is like the big draw here. Mm-hmm. It, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. They did a great job on it. They did a really good job. Like, actually, when they're speaking, the the mouth looks like it's actually making the sound that's The mouth that makes it the it. sound. That's exactly what it does. <laughs> so I think they the detail that they put into it was really good. And especially for when I first, first played the game, because I remember that being one of the one of the big things that really took me back, too, was the environment. That was the big draw where here's this 
open, whether you're in Venice, whether you're in Florence, it's so, I don't know, what, what am I looking for? Where it's not like the area is just so small, so it's not like they had to put open world too much. Yeah, where there's it's vast, and there's a lot of little details, and they put a lot into every single detail that, that pretty much went into it. Well, most of it, I would say. Yeah. But no, I wish. Okay, before I even start this, let me let me premise. But with, you did just start. I know. Yeah, I liked Venice the most out of all the areas that you get to explore. Yeah, I enjoyed that city. I thought it was nice looking. I, mm-hmm. I even liked the the water. The waterways got a little frustrating when. Oh wow! I can't find a road over there. Well, I'm going to swim now. Yeah, yeah. That, that did get old. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Sorry, I can't tell you how many times I would go to jump off of a building and was like, "I'm not going to make it. Hope it's water." Like- <laughs> <laughs> now I wish. Okay, there was two smaller areas in the game. I forget their exact names. Borgia and uh... one was like a big open field with like a little castle in the middle. Yeah, yeah. and one was um, like a swampland almost or, or along the, the coast ship. with the yeah, ship. And start yeah. with an R. I wish they would have cut both of those out and maybe put Rome as a third big area. It is kind of disappointing that Rome is like a straight shot and you can't yeah. explore it at all. You don't. You get the outskirts good. and you're like, uh, and you even see like the last thing it loads when it's loading the synchronization is the. Um, the Sistine Chapel or no? No, it was the uh, the. Uh, no, because you run around. You the go Sistine in the Sistine Chapel. Chapel. That's right. Oh, what the fuck! Um, it's one of the assassins' tombs. The the, yeah. the arena in in Rome. Uh, the Colosseum. Colosseum. Thank you. Oh, really? You see the Colosseum? In the you distance? do. It's it the last loads thing. right yeah. before the. Yeah. And you're like, why couldn't we have explored that city a little bit more? I mean, Venice was beautiful. Honestly, it was absolutely beautiful. But I think they should have cut out the two small areas and maybe put in Rome instead. So you've got the main town, and then you have Venice as the second town, and then the final area of the game is Rome. Yeah. It was, With Florence the Florence was the first one. Florence, yes, yes. And then Venice, and then Rome. Yeah. I think they, they, right they yeah. could have... Because I feel like maybe two-thirds of the game seemed like it was in Venice, if I'm not mistaken. A like large... It did seem lopsided between yeah. the different areas that you're exploring. That... Well, Venice had a lot going on in it, too. It did. Yeah. I, it, I, well, I, it I, was I, the largest map in the entire game. Yeah. So it, it did look great. And at times, it actually felt like a living, breathing world. But then there were other times where I guess the, the, the randomness of the NPCs that they threw in the city just didn't work, and it just seemed robotic. Too many boxes. <laughs> exactly, and that's the exact thing I'm thinking of. <laughs> but at other times, it worked. Like, all the people, looks like they're going about their normal day. Those guys are talking over there. Those girls are dancing over there. Fantastic. You know what I mean? It just yeah. it felt like a real world. But like I said, there were times where I guess the the algorithm that they were using or the planning or the set paths that these people were on, it clashed. Sometimes. But I mean, when you're fitting that much, I mean, it's it's definitely helpful that, you know, compared to some other games where it, you know, the system that it's going through, whether it be the PS3 or 360, had the extra capability to have that many people all at once. There's going to be like a little hang up here and there. But I think for at least for what they pulled off where you can have 30 to 50 characters on the screen while still individually interacting with a couple of them and being pretty precise on that. I thought that was pretty impressive. Okay, so um, I did want to say that the the remake that they did for the game that's on PS4, I don't know if it's on the Xbox One or not, but they made a, a remake, the Ezio Trilogy, where they touched things up a little bit and released it on the next generation. I watched a, a comparison for the for the footage of that, and the only thing that I really saw that they changed was like the 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 temperature or the colors 
Like this game's very brown in some areas. Other areas, it, it can be more green or whatever. But when you're in the city, like a light brown is like the overtone of it. When you look at the the new edition, it's like there's more color. There's more there's more variation of the color. So I don't want to say that this is like an early. Sorry, yeah. if you don't mind me cutting in, does yeah. that add to the game or does it pull away from the game? I, you know, I I don't really know. Um, that's a fair point. Because um, I mean, they used a lot of brown because. I don't think everything brick. was vibrant yeah. in a city. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the brick it, and the it tiles makes sense to color. use that many browns. Well, they went back and they changed it then. So I was a little conflicted. It's like, which do I prefer? Like, okay, this version looks a little bit better. It's the remastered edition or whatever. And then, you know, have the original version. To agree with what you were saying, Clark, I think for the time, the game looks great. It still looks good now, especially Ezio, especially his character model and how the robes and the details on that and, and the way the different pieces of armor fit and everything. Like, mm-hmm. I really felt like this, even though the game's almost 10 years old, not, not really like eight or nine. I was still impressed with the way that it looked. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so graphically, and and again, the, I don't, ha- I didn't have any frame rate drops. Now the game it, we're playing it is at this state where I can put the game in, get the latest patch, you know, install it, do whatever, you know, like day one. I don't know if it was this smooth or nice, but I, I don't think I had any frame rate drops below below thirty that I can even can really think of. So the performance was good, and it looked great. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree with that. Yeah, I, I really feel that they visually they probably pulled off just about. I mean, maybe I thought the horses looked a little hokey, but I'm spoiled because I played a lot of Red Dead Redemption where they took a lot of time to develop the look of the horses yeah. with the, yes. the musculature and and everything, the way that the the legs move. But the horses, you know, yeah, now, whatever. Now that I'm thinking about it, the the horses felt almost animatronic in in a way. They they it just they didn't move very smooth. Yeah, robot don't, horse. Yeah, <laughs> don't play Red Dead and then play Assassin's Creed. 2. No, no. If you want upgrade in horse start with assassins and then red dead I'm although sorry, horse I or whores which was that both <laughs> oh both i enjoy the controls of the horse better in this game than i remember from majora's mask though i remember using apana and that game was frustrating and you were playing the game wrong because you should ro- go on roll everywhere <laughs> oh god no <laughs> we already reviewed it guys <laughs> apparently not enough i think it's the second to last person you assassinate I don't know if anybody got a look at his beard. Oh, yes. When he turns it's, around and it's just flat. Yes. Oh, that's exactly oh. my note. Flat beard. Flat beard. It's like hollow. Oh, it's good like, old flat beard. It's, it, how do, the, how the, do I describe this for audio reasons? Without, it's, um, when he turns take, around. Take a piece of paper, put it over your face, your face and bend it around your face and then make it look like a beard on the front and then turn to the side. Holy shit, it's a piece of paper. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly yeah, gotcha. what it looked like. Is that the the, the do, dojo? The dojo? The dojo, yeah. The dojo. The dojo. <laughs> music. All right, so for me, the music, reading up on it, they did have an actual, like, 30, I think 33 or 35 piece orchestra and also had a choir. I think they could have done better with it, honestly. It, like the background music just did fade into the background, and I think they did end up releasing some type of soundtrack CD for it. Every game releases so a fucking soundtrack. Maybe anymore. maybe I didn't hear it well enough, but there's nothing to me that really stood out at all. 
musically? I really felt that the music didn't leave an impression on me. The only thing that really stays with me is when you do the when you synchronize the eagle locations and it does the wrap around and there's a couple oh. a couple notes that come in. You hear it over and over and over again. I know, but you know, I, I that's the only thing that I, I kind of liked. And there were a couple of tracks in there that for some reason sounded a lot like Mass Effect, just like the doom 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 doom. Yeah, doom, kind doom. of. Like, like I got a same like feel, and I was like, I wonder if it's the same composer. I don't think it is. It was it was serviceable. They could have done more with it, I guess, but um. Nothing really to write home about. I hated that synchronization song. <laughs> yeah, that one, Ralph. Oh, that one? <laughs> yeah. That one? I, and that would have been great if it was used occasionally in the game, but it was so prevalent that it was just like, fucking stop beating this same little, like... 10 second well, yeah, tune into you, my if, head if you do the, all the syncs you hear it 66 <laughs> times yeah <laughs> what's funny is I don't know what game I've played where you jump off by using triangle but I, I kept doing it like a couple of times where I was like oh I'm gonna jump off now and it would just it would just do it again what the hell did I play where, where jump off a ledge is triangle I think it might have been Metal Gear Solid 5 I'm not sure but like I, I was like I couldn't stop my thumb it was bugging me out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Time to press circle. Triangle. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Not again. I mean... Um, Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, sorry. There there was a couple moments, because I know I've mentioned this before. I do like chorus music. Well, like like backup chorus. Choir. Choir, thank you. There there was a couple songs where there was like a, a soft melody of that. But again, I think it was few and far between. And I think it, it was only surrounding some of the more religious points in the game. Makes sense, yeah. So that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I was really looking for at least something I can grasp onto and really like with the music. Just so I can say one positive thing about it, I don't have anything. <laughs> yes, Ralph, that one. So, the... Chelios. Chelios. Cantos. Chelios. I'm glad you know that, Steve. I'm in the dark over here. Yeah, American Dad. Oh. You need to look it up. It's 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 great. I've heard of it. I've seen a couple episodes. I don't know watch it that much. You know, no, the Chelios Contos <laughs> thing. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about the music. I, I listened to it. It just wasn't really. It, it was serviceable. I think it did what they intended it to do, but it's not something that really jumps out to me that will stick in my head further than turning the Xbox on and turning it off. I don't think about the music. It's it's just it's okay. Yeah, I think that about sums it up for music. Do, do 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 do. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Let's uh, let's get some thoughts that are pretty final. So I'm not gonna lie, I was not excited to play this game at first, and midway. <laughs> Sorry, I was I not excited. I was not excited. No, I was Punches going off. Mike. I was going off of like my 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 previous experience playing the first one. I was like, oh man, it's just it's just gonna be a garbage experience. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a three dollar uh, ninety nine cent experience. <laughs> I was like, "Why is this game so cheap?" Everybody returned it. <laughs> so I did some research online, and I, I looked at like a, a top top list of all the the like the entire franchise as far as um, how Assassin's Creed games go. And yes, how they're ranked, and pretty consistently across the board, Assassin's Creed Two is top of the list. They say if you're going to play any Assassin's Creed, this is the one to play. I 100% disagree with like all of those lists. Yeah, you tell them. Uh, four is the best. I'm sorry. Black Flag is the best. As you were saying, Harry. So, basing off of that, like, yes, 
I'm glad I experienced an Assassin's Creed game from start to finish. I just don't 100% know if this franchise is for me. That's I think that's the best way I can sum up my final thoughts, to be mm. completely honest. I, I got to experience it. I'm glad it, it's in my... Uh, I'm glad it's in the past. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's wow. a memory. Clark, final thoughts. I really think this game lays down the foundation for the better games to come. Uh, I don't even think this is the best one in the Ezio trilogy. I think that's probably Brotherhood. And I really think that it is overhyped. Assassin's Creed 2 is definitely overhyped. There's better out there from the franchise. Right. You know, I was... um. I was actually looking forward to playing this game. I, I had always avoided the Assassin's Creed franchise, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'd probably like that if I tried it. And I sound like a broken record, but having played it, having beaten it, I pretty much enjoyed the almost the entire experience. I probably would have, if I weren't playing it for the, for the podcast, probably would have taken more time to do it. I beat it in about 17 hours. But there's definitely more positive than negative. I would give the, um, I would give the third game and the fourth game a shot. I think I'd stop after that. Depending on what you know, what the what the time frame is on those, like the American Revolution, I'm really interested in kind of in the third one. I know the third one kind of gets a lot of hate, and then of course Black Flag, I've heard nothing but good things. The second one, I I rather liked it. I enjoyed it. Of course, it's <laughs> waiting for it. I was really excited that listeners picked this one, not just because it means I won, but it gave me a reason <laughs> to play oh, it again. <laughs> oh, now wait a minute. <laughs> Totally not a competition. No, not at all. I won. Requies in pace or whatever. I think that was pretty much it. Even when you pull away. We're going to start with a down with Steve forum. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a winner. That's your review? I'm so glad that I won. (laughs) (laughs) It would be great if it was. You tell him, Ralph. (laughs) Tell him pride. (laughs) I'm a stallion. He does drive a Mustang. (laughs) It's it's very fitting (laughs) for his Italian heritage. Yes. You leave my steed out of this. I was glad to play through again. It's definitely not in depth as I played through the first time. And I think for the timing of when I... You know, first played this, I enjoyed it a lot more than I did the second round through. I found some things to be a little more tedious, and then especially when it came to those those codex pages at the very end, and I forgot about it, and definitely a little bit of a point of contention. So what I really did enjoy about the whole game was just all the different aspects they put in between the free running, between some of the combat, you got to build up your own little town and invest into it and build your treasure box and then you can buy everything. Absolutely love that part of the game yeah. actually. That was a fun one. That... Do you want to elaborate at all? No, no, I just I really like the fact that you could you could go in and like there's the architect and you get this little map of the or a little model of the uh the city of the, of the town yeah. yeah and and then you can put money into it and watch it grow and watch the house go from like you know this crumbling piece of garbage with vines all over it to looking immaculate by the end yeah. it, it was really nice something i will say about that i thought that was going to be like a extra game or like post game kind of thing sure i was able to build all of it before the final sequence in yeah. the game and still have enough money to really equip myself with top-notch oh yeah equipment yeah. as well like, yeah. i mm-hmm. thought that was going to be a big like post game thing or, or maybe you get like a quarter of it done by the end of the game or something Something like that, but no, I, I think a lot of the stuff you can fit within the confines of the original uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. I almost wish there were more tiers, more more ways to to build it up. Yeah, that was something I wish. Yeah, they could have elaborated on 
a little bit. It would have been okay with them putting more stuff into that to kind of bite the time over. Yeah, like maybe by upgrading the bank, you can invest money in them. I mean, you kind of do by getting more of a return in your box, but it's pretty simple. It's pretty dumbed down at that yeah, point. Yeah. Or, or maybe by upgrading the weapon shop, you have access to more weapons or so- something along those lines, like an yeah. actual return instead of just financial return. Discounts, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Gentlemen, time for the score. The score. The score. That was my. That was your uh, sister impersonation. You guys suck. The Are you okay? Are you, are you having a stroke? <laughs> Drinking a little bit. <laughs> that was my sis in person. Sis in person. Sis in person. Sis in person. He did not say that. He did not say pump. It was no pumping. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, You dude. should know this by now. <laughs> We're only 16 deep. <laughs> We're only 17 episodes deep. <laughs> What's last? <laughs> <laughs> you broke him. Oh, man. This is a good night. It is. <laughs> so, Harry, do you want to try, <laughs> try over with your <laughs> impumpination? <laughs> <laughs> of, of, of your Miss High uh, sister. <laughs> I don't even know where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught you how to make noises like that, Ralph? <laughs> Ludicrous. Lud- Diamonds are reckless. Right. Feels like so a who's doing the score. Taken from my necklace. All right, Ralph, why don't you lead us off with the scores? I'm going to give uh, Assassin's Creed 2 an 85%. 85. Still a solid score. Harry. I thought about this quite a bit. I didn't know what I wanted to put it on par with. Max Payne 3 at a 6.0. All right. I think for myself, <laughs> I <Sorry>. think for... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody dies tonight. All right, FDO, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I have some outlets to fill. Wait, you were referring to vaginas, right? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Real quick, did you just say referring? <laughs> I heard referring and then I, I smelled it. No, I, you totally no. did. Well, are, are you referring to... Harry, it's okay. Anything can be a vagina if you close your eyes. He said in cum fart. <laughs> exactly, Ralph. I referred it into her cum fart. It's picking up what I'm putting down. All right. The camaraderie is really dropping in this room, guys. The camaraderie. I think I'm going to have to go ahead and give this a... What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you turn your phone off of the side? I, think I, when I threw on? it on the floor. It bounced off the button. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Happens Wait, to me all the time. Look on my button. I'm not touching that. <laughs> no. Hold on. That's what she said. It, it just flicks real, real gently. Let me flick You need button. a new phone, dude. It's because it's... Check she it. throws it on Why did you do it again? <laughs> Why would you do that again? God damn it, Harry. Steve, please pr- give us your score. I'm going to give this game a... A minus. Wow. I really enjoyed it. The gripes I had of this game, not, not enough to really take it down to B level for me. I I really really enjoy playing this game. Sleeves one, Clark. Clark go. <laughs> All right. This thing on. 
Hi! Hello, world! <laughs> I give it one Joe Pesci. <laughs> one Joe Pesci out of two dirty rats. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. Get your fucking shine back. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. You see him? You see him stabbing his fucking head, motherfucker? Oh, boy. I'm going to give this game... Steve's <laughs> <laughs> repairing himself. Ralph, Ralph, what was your grandma's name? Fuck you. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Ralph's just staring at I will look you dead in the eyes and give my score. <laughs> You're right, you will. <laughs> I will. I give this two of your grandmothers. <laughs> Both of them getting the whole lineage. <laughs> What's funny is on this side of the family, I do kind of have two grandmothers, but we're not going to get into it. I'm ready, Clark. I am ready. Oh, I give this game one bibbidi-bobbidi out of two courtesans. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember, you can support us by throwing up some reviews on iTunes. Word. <laughs> 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 oh. Or just rate us. Pop it out. It goes nice. Yeah, you know, we, we would like some feedback. Like, I, I know I've thrown this out a couple times, but shoot us an email. Let us know what you like about the show, what you'd like to see change. Just just anything, just to give us a little bit of direction. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of direction. Hit Maybe us up north. on Facebook. Let us know what you think. Yeah. yeah. No, we're trying to create a community here. So uh, anytime you, you leave some kind of comment, we'll, we'll get back to you immediately. Yeah, we, and we appreciate it. It's nice. Makes us feel warm and fuzzy. And then I make cunsies. So... wow (laughs) we literally mean we're trying to create a community yes (laughs) we need lots of samples so when a podcast is born (laughs) (laughs) don't ask me why i went russian we need lots of samples and the community will be called the super game (laughs) (laughs) and this was the last podcast you ever heard clark on so all right, guys. So next game is Injustice Two. Oh no! Yeah. Brainiac's yeah. coming to get you, Woo. Superman. All right, great. Well, I think that about wraps up tonight. Ralph, wrap it up. Wrap your, wrap your <laughs> yeah. shit, Ralph. Wrap your shit, Ralph. Wrap guys, why shit. is this all about me? <laughs> what? what? Because what wait, we care about you. That's why. Huh? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe sometimes. Oh, it really is. It is. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, for sticking around with us, listening our banter. So. <laughs> Are fucking around. You have a wonderful night. Thank you for tuning in to Super Fucking Review Podcast. Go! Oh! Go! 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 <laughs> Arrivederci, motherfuckers. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook at facebook.com slash superfunpodcast.
Cut, 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 cut that in. <laughs>